Have you ever seen one of those old cowboy posters and at the top there's this picture of a bad guy and then it says, reward. Well, today, tune in to get your reward. Welcome to Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop. I'm not going to move. Okay. I'm not going to move. You. The producer's trying to get me to move my chair. Thank you. You know what? Make the camera move. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> Welcome in, everyone. Hey, is there any way we can find the old guy? I don't it's know. It's on the poster? Yeah, I don't know. I, I hear he's You wanted. don't hear much about... Um, I know sometimes they issue those... Re- you know, if they're issuing a reward for someone, maybe we're going to get into the episode right away, but generally they're not a good person because they really want the person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can be wanted for all the wrong reasons. Is that, yeah, is that what I'm hearing you you yeah. say? Okay, yeah. interesting. Didn't they uh, after the September 11, 2001, the U.S. They had a what was the reward they had on Osama bin Laden? Do you remember? I, I remember uh, as a very young person in 2001. 2001. Yeah, were you even born, Randy? Yes, I was. <laughs> I was. Barely. Yeah, I was six. Do you remember yeah. they? Do you remember the president announcing there was? Yeah. That's a good trivia for our audience, but there was there was. Yeah, it was a, substantial. It was pretty big. Yeah, it was. It um, was substantial. Yes, yeah, like oh, they really want to catch this guy. They're not yeah. just playing games. serious business. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what's serious business? Our audience. We hear you. So listen to this. Did you find the reward? How much was it? Well, it's saying one million here, but there's got to well, be well in two thousand one. That was quite a bit of cash. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but there's another spot saying 25 million. So Okay. Eh, yeah. Of. Well, I mean it's close. 1 million 25 million is pretty much the same. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, no one will receive the 25 million dollar reward for the capture. No one will. Right, says US officials. Right, because they well, what about not, the they Navy didn't give seals? Yeah, but they didn't give credit to a single Right. Yeah. What about the guy that knows he shot him? <laughs> Yeah, yes, that's exactly. we should have him on the podcast. <laughs> there is a guy. Yeah, there is. There is a guy. Yeah, but I, I do. There, we, there, there's also yeah. a couple guys that are claiming it, yeah. right? It's, it's, yeah. I shot him. No, I shot him. Yeah. All right, let's get at it here. Um, um do you want to read some reviews? We've yes. never done this before. Yes. <laughs> here we go. Kingdom level, biblical intake, five stars. On Apple Podcasts. Well, if you have a yearning to accomplish more for the kingdom and or you are in an endless pursuit of God's will for your ministry, this is a great source of informative biblical intake. And that is from, I don't even know how to say it, Kiji Bean on Apple <laughs> Podcasts. So we will okay. say amen. You know, some to of those you. are abbreviations. <laughs> yeah. They're not meant to be pronounced. <laughs> It just feels better to pronounce them. KGB. 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 Yeah. No parent does oh, that to their child. Wow. KGB. <laughs> Little did you know when you set up your iTunes account username that it would be read on an international podcast. It's kind of like uh, I, I heard from Brother Marks mm-hmm. in regards to our shout out that we gave his wife last week. So I'm sure she is conjuring up. Mm-hmm. A noteworthy review. 
Looking well, this is your that. reminder, Sister Marks. Good. Yeah, nice to hear that you're going to actually contribute. That's yes. nice. Yeah, <laughs> we appreciate that. <laughs> uh, yes. All right. Yes. So what's the reward? What is it? $25 million? Mm-hmm. Depends on what you're after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm reading um, a few weeks ago the story of Balak and Balaam, which is an interesting, always been an intriguing story to me personally. And there is this phrase that kind of stuck out, and and I want you to uh, maybe read a bit mm-hmm. of the of the context. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can start at at verse five. It's it's found in Numbers twenty two, and it'll kind of set up our all right our discussion today. Sure. Numbers twenty two five. He sent messengers therefore unto Balaam the son of Beor to Pethor which is by the river of the land of the children of his people, to call him, saying, Behold, there is a people come out from Egypt. Behold, they come There is a people come out of Egypt. Interesting, and maybe we'll have a discussion about this in future episodes, but they've come out of Egypt. So there's there's a clear delineation between them Mm -hmm. and Egypt. Mm -hmm. That is in appearance, position, Mm -hmm. lifestyle. Mm -hmm. You get the idea. Mm Mm-hmm. They caught his attention. Yep. They come out of Egypt. Yeah. Uh, behold, they cover the face of the earth and yeah. they abide over against me. Come now, therefore, I pray thee, curse me this people, for they are too mighty for me. Peradventure I shall prevail that we may smite them and that I may drive them out of the land. For I wot that he whom thou blessest is blessed. So here's the, here's the thing. He's been watching not only the people mm-hmm. that have come out. Mm-hmm. But he's also been watching the track record that Balaam has of speaking something prophetically and it being fulfilled. Hmm. Okay? Yeah. So he's not contacting some junior prophet here that that is struggling with his batting average. Mm-hmm. He's calling in the big shots. I've watched you, and when you bless something, it is blessed. Mm-hmm. And when you curse it, when you curse something, mm-hmm. it is cursed. So I am, I'm, I'm, I'm requesting you to come because I've seen that um, continuity mm-hmm. to when you speak, it happens. Okay. Yep. So this is the setup. Yep. Now, here's the phrase in verse seven. Yeah, verse 7 says, And the elders of Moab and the elders of Midian departed with the rewards of divination in their hand. With the rewards of divination mm-hmm. in their hand, and they came to Balaam. Yep. Okay? So here is the setup for uh, what we're going to talk about today. That The phrase that caught my attention in this passage is, Rewards of divination. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so throughout Scripture, you 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 read this, and man, are we not living in a time mm. where we really do need 
to be able to try the spirits mm-hmm. to see whether or not they be of God. Yeah. Um, there's all kinds of voices out there, folks. And <clears throat> I know we're, we're saying that and we're one, right? So I'm not saying that with a criticalness. Besides this, that somewhere through that minutia of chatter, we have to find the Word of God. Mm-hmm. And it's mighty dangerous to have a motivation driving you mm. that, that this is what you want to hear from God. I'm, I am asking the prophet not to speak in a generality, but I'm asking him to speak favorably mm-hmm. towards the intended outcome. Mm. That is a slippery slope. Okay? The passage that, that says, and let, let me just throw this out there for your, for your consideration. When Paul is writing, he said, we have not many fathers, but we have 10,000 instructors. Mm-hmm. And he is cautioning them in the previous verses. Let, let me warn you. That's right. Let me, yeah. let me throw this out. This, yeah. this is not a good scenario. And a lot of times we highlight the importance of we need that father voice, the, yeah. the fatherly role mm-hmm. in a spiritual sense. And obviously in a natural sense as well. Mm-hmm. Okay? But I, I don't think we spend enough time talking about the fact that 10,000 instructors is too many. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay? You can, have, you can have a fatherly, spiritual father speaking into your life, but if that, if that voice is so clouded with 10,000 other instructors whether they be real to life in person or mm-hmm. YouTube specialist, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. That voice clouds over the clarity of mm-hmm. that one voice that is speaking mm-hmm. to you. Does that, that make sense? Oh man. You just op- you know, just open up the podcast app and type in whatever, Christian. Look up the <laughs> The category, Christian, and just flick down through it, or whatever, whatever you want to talk about. Right. You know, pull it away from spiritual. I mean, if you're starting, if you're starting a podcast, we've lived through this, and you can find so many people that have advice. Sure. On how to start a podcast, sure. and you get thirty seconds into it, and you're like, no, nah, I'm not. Buying what this guy's selling. Yeah, this is, this is right. absolutely horrible. Investments. Oh, investments. You can find the podcast oh. for why you invest in the stock market or why I don't invest in the stock market. And, and 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 it's voices. Oh my word! Arguing about both sides, mm-hmm. and here you are stuck in the middle trying to make a decision. It's everywhere, right? It's everywhere. So Balak is the king of Moab, and he is. He is specifically reaching out to Balaam and saying, I've noticed, you people that have come out of Egypt, mm-hmm. that 
that God speaks through you, and when God speaks through you, what you say happens. So I have a particular message that I want you to preach. Yeah, exactly. If, 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 if it's your mouth, as, as if it's Balaam's mouth and not what Balaam's saying, mm-hmm. right? So if I can be behind the scenes, yeah. click-clacking away, saying, say this. So if I can direct the words out of your vocal cords, then maybe God will back up what you're saying <laughs> so that I can get out of God yes. what I think is the best call for yes. this situation. Yes. But there's nobody doing that nowadays. Right. And that's it. We're done. Thank you. <laughs> Thank cool you for story. listening today. Cool, cool that a neat story. Oh, oh that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Wrap that up in 15 minutes. Yes. Nice. Nice, quick and easy. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah no applications mm. here. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, man. I don't think it's coincidence. Okay, let's let's dive in here a bit. I don't think it's coincidence that the root word for divination is divine. Mm-hmm. Hmm. The overtones mm. of divining up, which by definition to divine up, because this is what they brought. Okay, mm-hmm. we have got we can't miss this. Balak sent men with a reward of divination to try to lure the prophet Mm -hmm. into echoing what they wanted to happen, speaking that into existence. Okay? So the fact that they packed it with a reward of divination lets you know what they were expecting. They weren't expecting a word from God. Well, no, yeah. Right? You don't write God a check. Right. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they were expecting Balaam to be purchasable. Mm-hmm. That's right, right. So, in other words, their view of Balaam was that he was the public address system through which, yeah, if I can push my message through this system, mm-hmm. God will back it up because there's something about Balaam he likes. Mm-hmm. When the reality is, Balaam is just the tool. And the reason that God backs it up is Balaam says what God says to say. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay? Wow. So the root of divination is to divine. It's, it's, it's witchcraft. Mm-hmm. It is a divining up, a conjuring up, and ascribing it to the spiritual. You're playing God. Yeah. Voice. And it can be tricky for even the um, the sincere. Mm-hmm. Divination, if you don't have the ability to try the spirit mm-hmm. and to go, mm, boy, that sounds right, and it even sounds like what I want to hear. Yep. Boy, there's something that don't feel right about this. Mm-hmm. Right? The murky waters. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I've I've often said this about when 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 scripture talks about familiar spirits. Mm-hmm. Why, why, why do you think familiar. he calls it familiar? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because it's exactly right? so close. Yeah. Everybody everybody that thinks witchcraft, okay. Because, because in our mind we say witchcraft, we conjure up these images of black, murky, dark, mm. you know, pointed yeah. heads. 
mm-hmm. with brooms leaning in the corner mm-hmm. and and fire lapping at the corner of the table and mm-hmm. and right that we have so we put such a chasm between witchcraft and and divination mm-hmm. and the prophetic that we think it is always easily detectable. And I'm here to tell you that if we don't keep a guard up against it, mm-hmm. that it can work its way hmm. even into the apostolic ranks where the root of it is based in God, but it's a lowercase g. It is, it's an idolatrous hmm. root that's coming out mm-hmm. backed up with God spoke to me. Oh, man, those words, wow. How many times have we heard Bishop McKillop, you know, go off, not in a derogatory sense, but just, you know, stress the importance of saying, you better be careful before you say God, God said to me. Right, <sighs> right. Have you and, ever heard the voice of God? Ah, man. I mean, we've heard it through pastor, obviously. Sure. But you're just going to wake up some morning and... Drink your coffee and say, hey, guys, God spoke to me this morning. <laughs> right. How's he doing? Right. Yeah. What's he have to say this morning? <laughs> okay. And, and we've, we've had, I've, 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 I've had um, differences of opinion mm-hmm. expressed to me about this very topic all right. by folks. And, and then all of a sudden, you know, well, God does speak to me. Okay, I, I'm not doubting that. Mm-hmm. That's fine. As long as you're not divining up an answer that you prefer. Yeah, it, it's more viable if it's a contradiction to what your human nature would prefer, maybe. How many times does God, in Scripture, <laughs> does God show up and speak just to go, yeah, that's a good idea, do it? Yeah. Yeah, I just showed up to say, you guys are doing a great job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Five stars. Yeah. What <laughs> yeah. you want to do, just go ahead and do it. Well, and so those people, and, and I'm not saying this ugly, they're sincere. Yeah. Okay. But we'll turn right around and what they feel that God spoke to them to do doesn't materialize. Mm-hmm. It all falls flat. Well, because he speaks again. Yeah. <laughs> or he wasn't sure. He wasn't sure. Oh, boy. Yeah. Right? So we made this great big deal out of what God spoke, and then it doesn't even come to pass. So then you've got to really start asking yourself the hard questions. Mm. And, and to have this discussion can be a bit, um, we, we, we've, we've got to thread the needle on the sewing machine while it's running right now because God does speak. That's right, yeah. And when he does speak, you can take it to the bank. That's right. Okay? Mm-hmm. But... In our zeal to hear from God, it is not impossible to stray into the nether regions of divination. And I would assume and suggest most of this would, is always done with good intention. You know, people, I, it's not malicious, right? Absolutely. It's, it's good intentions lining up with what you think you heard. Right. And then looking for a confirmation wherever you can find it. Exactly. And saying, there it is. You know? There's something in every one of us, uh, like was in Gideon. That, yeah, could, could that's you, right. Could you, yeah. Can you make the ground wet? Exactly. Make this dry? Can you? 
mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, so you're just here today to say, yeah. you know, look in the right places, listen in the right places. A man and his Bible can get in a mess. Well, I better Bible yeah. bomb that. That's a pretty good <laughs> I just one. just sort of snuck in there. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Just pull out a scripture and run with it. Well, I can find scripture to justify just put anything. You can. Yeah, for sure. There's Bible for any decision you want to make. Yeah. And everything, give thanks. I'm thankful today that you're wearing a necktie. There it is. All right. That was a good word. Did you get that this morning? Yeah, it just came to me. Yeah. God? I didn't say that. (laughs) (laughs) See? Close. Trying to ascribe. Close. Yeah. Close. There will be times, okay, that... Let's let's go through a couple examples Mm -hmm. where... When diviners are in action, and this 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 really does land squarely on the shoulders of the of, of the preachers right now. Okay, we have got to be careful that we don't fall prey to giving people what they want to hear instead of giving people what they need to hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, we can go into particular settings. And go, well, I know that this is happening, and I know that this is the situation, and I, boy, I, I feel like we need to just, and we deliver something that's rooted in our carnal, how about this, compassionate, mm-hmm. self-centered observation, and try to sincerely help people. And we can wreak havoc with it because it's not of God. Okay? Mm-hmm. Why are you preaching what you're preaching? Yeah. So I want you to read for me in Jeremiah, mm-hmm. and we're going to see an example of this. Mm-hmm. Chapter 14 and verse 13. Then said I, Ah, Lord God, behold, the prophets say unto them, Ye shall not see the sword, neither shall ye have famine, but I'll give you assured peace in this place. So the prophets got a message, mm-hmm. and they're writing, they're, they're speaking this, rather, to a group of people that are in captivity mm-hmm. because they have wandered astray mm-hmm. and have become an idolatrous people. Okay? Mm-hmm. So God banishes them to the lands of captivity. That's right. And so there's a prophet that gets up that's feeling sorry for the people mm-hmm. and going, man, man, the people are under the weight of the judgment of God. And mm-hmm. he goes, man, we've got to help the folk out. You're not going to see a sword, mm-hmm. and you're not going to be in famine. And I'm going to give you peace in this place. Now, the prophets said that. <laughs> but read verse 14. Then the Lord said unto Oh, oh, so in other words, <laughs> what the prophets were saying was not in her- harmony with what God was saying. Because then the Lord said to me, mm-hmm. The prophets prophesy lies in my name. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. I sent them not, uh, neither have I commanded them, neither mm-hmm. spake unto them. Oh, boy. They prophesy unto you a false vision and uh, divination. And divination. And a thing of naught, and the deceit of their heart. Wow. Therefore, thus saith the Lord concerning the prophets that prophesy in my name, and I sent them not, 
Yet they say, sword and famine shall not be in this land. By sword and famine shall those prophets be consumed. <laughs> yeah. The very thing they have prophesied that will not come to pass mm-hmm. is going to be the very thing that consumes them. Wow. <laughs> oh, boy. Your own pit. So there's something about this message of divination that is in direct contradiction to God's message mm-hmm. for his people. You are going to be in captivity. Hunker down, build homes, plant vineyards. You're mm-hmm. going to be here a while. Mm-hmm. Now some young buck's coming in here telling you mm-hmm. that this isn't going to happen. But I'm telling you, okay, mm-hmm. which word do you think had the greatest appeal to the people? Well, of course, yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't like a message that the judgment of God is over, the yeah, sword is lifted, the sure. famine is called off, and peace is here to reign? Absolutely right. Yeah. You think Jeremiah was popular? Go ahead and read his book. <laughs> Such a fun read. Isn't it? Well, and man, to, to walk back in and say, look, now you were told this, and that's actually not the case. Right. <laughs> right. So there are times when they're propagating the wrong message. Diviners are propagating the wrong message. Mm-hmm. Okay? The people were not going to experience peace. It was a false message of hope. And so you have to be so in tune with truth that when you hear something that is in error, mm-hmm. you... Not this is going to be an, an ugly word, but you regurgitate it. You, you, mm-hmm. it. It's just it's it's like it's like the intake of poison to your system. It it body just body. your body, without your mind ever registering, I'm eating something. It's almost an, a, a a natural impulse mm-hmm. to get it out of the system. I've heard things. I've heard things, listen to podcasts, listen to preachers preach from across the spectrum of Christianity as broad as you want to make it. And I've heard them make statements. And when the statement is made, you go, ooh, mm-hmm. man, that ain't right. Mm-hmm. That ain't right. You have got to so familiarize yourself with truth that when you hear something that even has a hint of error in it, you pick it up. You pick it up. The folk should have known God didn't send us down here for a weekend getaway. We're down here to be judged. Mm -hmm. We're down here to be corrected. And we're being accused of being, uh, let, let me say it this way, we're being brought down here because of idolatry. And, 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 and a divining word is telling us that we're going to get out. I, I think they knew. I think they knew mm. uh, we're in this for the long haul. But who doesn't want a word telling well, you? Well, man, sure. the stakes yeah, are sure. so high at that point, right? We're not just saying, hey, it's, you were told it's going to snow tomorrow, and it actually isn't going to snow tomorrow. Like this, they were, it was life and death. There's not a preacher listening to this right now that hasn't felt what I'm fixing to say. Mm. You know somebody got a bad report. Mm. You know somebody's facing a lengthy trial. 
There's not a preacher alive that doesn't want a word from God that says it's going to end tomorrow. Right. There's not a prophet alive yeah. that doesn't want to walk into the king and say, tomorrow about this time. Who doesn't want to preach that message? Mm-hmm. But the worst thing you can do is preach that message. And tomorrow about this time, it's no different than it was yesterday. Scary, man. You've mm. killed more faith at that moment than you've helped, right? Mm-hmm. So, so, so the moment of ecstasy and the moment of exhilaration and the moment of enthusiasm, and, and you know, it wanes so quick, and when it leaves, it takes faith with it. Mm-hmm. When it evaporates, it destroys faith in the process. So we have that example of the divining message being so openly contradictory mm-hmm. that you should be able to pick up. God's judging us, and I doubt he's changed his mind this quick. Mm-hmm. Okay? But that's not the tricky one. Read the next one. The next one is Acts 16, verse 16. And it came to pass, as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with the spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters much gain. By now, I want you to notice that. We're going to come back to that in a moment. <clears throat> but she brought her masters much gain, okay? So she has a spirit of divination, and she is a soothsayer that gets reward for what she says, Mm -hmm. okay? 17. The same followed Paul and us and cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, which show unto us the way of salvation. Now, i got a question to ask you. Did they do it? Hmm. Yes. Yeah. You don't think Paul was preaching a false message. That's right. He was showing them the way of salvation. Okay? Do you think that they were servants of the Most High God? So, I mean, that part is even true, right? It's true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Okay? (laughs) It's true. the waters get muddier. Yeah. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) You know, it's one thing to pick up when the message is so bad. Blatantly contradictory. Even though you want a different word, you know, ah, I think we're in this for a little bit longer. But when it really gets murky Mm -hmm. is when what they're saying is right, but it is still being driven and motivated by a wrong spirit. Mm -hmm. It's a soothsaying, divining spirit. Now, what did Paul say? I'm grieved. Yep. Turn and said to the spirit. After many days, right? Yeah. Yep. She said this many days. But Paul being grieved, turned and said to the spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out the same hour. Okay. So so Paul had the had the spiritual perception to go, the message is right, but the spirit's wrong. Right. The example in Jeremiah is the spirit was wrong and the message was wrong. But it's even it's even a tighter. <clears throat> I'm going to ask you. Maybe you've not experienced this. I have. I've experienced it when a man is preaching truth, but his spirit is wrong. Hmm. Wow. So what he's saying is right. What he's saying is right, but the reason he's saying it is wrong. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it almost makes you want to resist the message. Hmm. But what you need to deal with is the spirit. Hmm. It's not the message. It's the spirit that's wrong. He said, come out of her. 
And that same hour, the spirit came out. He never once corrected her for what she was saying. He dealt with the why of what she was saying. There's a spirit behind it. You're being drawn to the crowd that's following us, and your masters have got something pushing them. Why? Because they make money yeah. off of your soothsaying. You yeah, go. okay. There, you go. Mm-hmm. there is a reward to this message. Right. Mm-hmm. And so this is another layer. There's all of these layers to this discussion of, oh boy. of spirits driving it, mm-hmm. but really what is the root of it? And ironically, it's the root of everything, mm-hmm. the love of money. You cannot separate reward from divination. Mm-hmm. It is connect. It's connected. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, what did he say at verse 19? And when her master's saw that the hope of their gains was mm-hmm. gone. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. They caught Paul and Silas and drew them into the marketplace unto the rulers Yeah, and brought them to the magistrates, saying, these men being Jews do exceedingly trouble our city Yeah, and teach customs, yeah. which are not lawful for us to receive, neither to observe being Romans. Shut them down, man. Shut them down. I can't attack their message because their message is right. Mm-hmm. I can't even attack the outcome of what they're doing. But they have stood between me and my reward. Mm. Mm. And because now they're dabbling in that region, we got to cast them out. All of that to let you know, again, we're building on this. Jeremiah, wrong message. Mm. Lying prophets. This girl, this damsel in, in Acts, right message, wrong spirit. You want to talk about getting tricky, let's just jump into the deep end of the pool and go to 1 Kings chapter 13 mm. and verse number 7. And the king said unto the man of God, Come home with me and refresh thyself, and I will give thee a reward. Okay. <clears throat> context, context. Mm-hmm. A young prophet is given a, a, a message from God. There's nobody debating this. Everybody knows it. He goes down and delivers it. The king resists him. Okay? Mm-hmm. There is an outbreak. Then the king is like, whoa, 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 whoa. And the young man heals him. And at that moment, the king sees something in the young man and says, this guy has a unique ability. If I could buy that, that would be worth something. I would like that to be in the cabinet room when I'm making decisions. So I want you to come back, and I will give you a reward for joining my kingdom. I want to take this supernatural ability that you have, and I want you to use that to push my kingdom yep. forward. Come on now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is that not the objective that drives every one of us, if we're not careful, yes. is we want to put a yoke on the supernatural so that we can use it push an agenda. for the propagation mm-hmm. of our own kingdom, yeah. of our own systems, of our own ideas. Mm-hmm. Okay? Big red flag. <laughs> and the young man has enough conviction and enough anointing that he goes, no, God told me 
to get down here and deliver the message. And he gave me specific yeah. instructions. He told me not to turn to the left, to the right, not to eat with anybody, not to fellowship with anybody. Give the message and get out. And I'm going to do it because I'm God's man. The young man proved at that point mm-hmm. that he would not be pulled off track mm-hmm. by reason of reward. But he would stay true to the instruction of the divine. He was not a diviner, but he was a prophet. He turns around and walks out. Now, the story is, it, I mean, the plot thickens in a hurry because the, the, the news of this event spreads like wildfire, man. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't you think God. that everybody would start hearing about what had happened to the king and how the young man had prayed for the king and reversed it? Mm-hmm. Everybody wants that prophet now. Mm-hmm. Read on. And the man of God said to the king, if thou will give me half thine house, I will not go in with thee. Yeah. Neither will I eat bread nor drink yeah. water in this place. Yeah. For so it was charged me by the word of the Lord, saying, Eat Don't no do bread, it. eat, drink no water, nor turn again by the same way that thou camest. So he went another way. And He'd returned. done everything God said to do. And returned not by the way that he came to Bethel. But the problem is, is that an older prophet mm-hmm. heard about the success of a younger prophet. And the older prophet said, saddle up my my donkey. I, I want to go intercept him. Mm-hmm. Okay? There's all kinds of dynamics here, but the young prophet's going by a different way, and the old prophet knew where he was going. And the old prophet intercepts him. Mm-hmm. And the old prophet says to him, Come back with me. Oh, I can't. God told me not to. He's, the young prophet stays loyal to yeah. what God had said. Yeah, that's right. Then the old prophet one-ups him. Hmm. And he says, but God hath spoken to me also. And you can almost, when you're reading that, see the cloud of confusion come over a young man that knows how to hear from God, mm-hmm. a young man that has stayed loyal, a young man that has refused to be purchased. Man, yeah. Right? But the old man now uses a card that the young man has proven that he will stay submitted to at all costs. If God says it, I'm going to do it. And now he's thrown, the equilibrium is thrown off, you can tell. And the young man goes back with the old man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we know that the end of the story is not good because after he eats and departs from, from that meal with the old prophet, he is consumed on his way home. The young man had proven to be free from the lure of reward, but the old man was not. So this, to me, I hear at another level of, it's not just at this point somebody saying, I heard from God, but now you know, this guy is saying it for another person. Say, so, no, I heard God told me this for you. And knowing 
knowing what God had truly said. Yeah. Okay. Man, this re- is pretty deep <laughs> in the weeds. The reward for the young man, he passed that test. Mm. He said, he, he looked at a king and said, if you give me half your kingdom, I will not take it. Yeah. That's loyalty exactly. to the word of God. Yes. Okay. But the problem is, is now when someone else is looking at you saying, but God also said this. The old man had not passed the test. Do you know what the reward was that the old man wanted? The young prophet. For a reward. For a reward. (laughs) Having a person as a reward. eh? He wanted Mm. the impact of that young man's anointing to be branded with his name. He wanted to superimpose his identity Mm. on a young ministry that God was using. Now, this is this is tricky, brethren, because and 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 there may be those listening to us today that do not fully understand this, and maybe we need to have a discussion about it. But those of you that know who I am, know Mm -hmm. that I believe in elders and respecting Mm -hmm. elders Mm -hmm. and men of God in my life. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yep. But boy, you gotta watch what older man wants to walk into your life that's never had a relationship with you before. We have no previous history. And all of a sudden, he wants to start speaking to you about something that contradicts what you know God has spoken to you. But he has driven by an ambition. He sees that God is using you. He sees that you have a ministry that is being used of God, and now he wants his brand. You know, we talk often about the young man that's looking right. for an old man's brand to try to use it. Yeah, exactly. The opposite. Right. Mm-hmm. But we need to talk about it from this perspective right. that sometimes old men can be driven by the reward of having a young man that God's hand is on. Sure. They, they want to continue their platform of whatever they're serving. And Influence. Yeah. Yeah. Influence. But using this new up-and-coming voice. And putting him out there, yeah. And at that moment, an old prophet is divining. Wow. Modern-day divination. Mm -hmm. So the young man passed the test. You say, well, he paid the ultimate price. He did, but here, I, I, I am convinced... Mm-hmm. That the reason he went was not for reward. He went. He went because someone told him it was. The, it was the word from God, mm-hmm. and it wasn't just someone. It was an older prophet that told him that. So there is a reward that always comes from divination. Always. Ask Judas. <laughs> What did he purchase his field with? The reward. Let's read it. Uh, Acts 16. Let's go to verse 16. Men and brethren, this scripture must needs have been fulfilled, which the Holy Ghost by the mouth of David spake before concerning Judas, which was guide to them that took Jesus, for he was numbered with us and had obtained part of this ministry. Now this man purchased a field with the reward of iniquity, and falling headlong, he burst asunder in the midst. He purchased, he purchased his burial plot with his reward. And this is where 
we've already flirted around with this. But child of God, you have got to be so careful. You've got to be so careful that you don't read the Bible for a particular answer. You've got to read the Bible so that it reads you. You don't read the Bible looking for a particular. This is the outcome I want, so I'm trying to find a scripture to back up. Yeah. The preferred outcome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm wanting to make the purchase. Hmm. So I'm finding scriptures that say he will give me the desires of my heart, and I'm going, now's the time. God has spoken. Yeah, we were saying. I have my opinion. Where can I find it? Right. Yeah. yeah. I want a ministry. Yeah. Yeah. I want a ministry. Well, the Bible says. So, yeah. if I desire the office of a bishop, That's a good thing. I can get it, man. Who doesn't want good things? I want a wife. Mm-hmm. Right? People look so, for confirmation. So, it's not good for man to be alone. Right? Yeah, that's right. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. right? It's got to be her. It's got to be. <laughs> And so you begin reading scripture, looking for your answer. Mm. Mm. But really what you're looking for, you're divining up something. And you will get the reward of your divination. Mm. But she might not be the wife you really want. And the car might not be the car that you really need. And for sure, if you're not called to ministry, that's a train wreck. But boy, it can be still born out of sincerity. It's not always a blatant looking for that answer in the Bible, you can do it mm-hmm. out of a sincere spirit, or I feel you can yeah. if you're not careful. Absolutely. And and ambition, yeah. ambition responds mm-hmm. to, to, to I've, I've, I've made this statement before, ambition will respond to an altar call the same way mm. as, as, Very good. Mm-hmm. as someone that has a desire for true vision from God. So they bring Balaam in, hmm. and uh, they say, we, 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 we want this particular outcome. This people is a mighty people. They're a growing people. They're a separated people. They're a holy people. They're a revival people. Yep. And I know that if you don't curse them, I'll never be able to overthrow them. Yep. So I'm hiring you to preach my message with the hope that God will back up your mouth. <laughs> oh boy because I've watched you and when you open your mouth yeah, you're really, what, what you say comes past you're a phenomenal preacher yep. <laughs> yep. so why don't you just get up and preach this <laughs> so say this <laughs> right oh boy okay so and then it comes back to, it comes back I know we said it before a man in his bible can get off track you can come to church mm. and sit down and a prophet can get up and start preaching. And when he preaches, mm. you can pick the 10 words you want. You're just listening for that piece, right? Mm-hmm. And ah, there it is. Got my word. Yeah, do you ever get nervous when somebody comes up and says, thank you for that? I got that confirmation. And you're like, oh boy, this was not what? This was not the service for that. I didn't <laughs> preach any confirmations tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Then when they go on to tell you what the confirmation was, oh, this this is the action that you confirmed I'm supposed to take. And you go, whoa, 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 whoa. 
I didn't say that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure God said that. But you know what? It's hard at that moment to switch it. Mm-hmm. It really is. So Balaam is hired. Now notice this. There, there's always been something that intrigued me about this story. And in the 22nd chapter of Numbers, verse 20, God comes to Balaam. Yep. Okay. said unto him, If the men come to call thee, right. rise up and go with them. So they've already come once at this point, and he sent them away. And now they're back mm-hmm. again. So he'd already passed the reward test once. That's right. Okay. And now they're back again. And so God says, what are these guys doing here again? Well, <laughs> they're, they're, they back. want their, they want their yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah. They really Resistant. want, they really want this message mm-hmm. to get across. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay. Yep. And so God says, if the men come to call thee in the morning, rise up and go with them. But the word which I shall say unto thee, thou shalt do. Okay. Read verse 21. And Balaam rose up in the morning and saddled his ass and went with the princes of Moab. And God's anger was kindled because he went. Okay. Has anybody ever looked at those two passages and went, what? God told you, go with them. And then you went with them and God got mad. Okay, but I think we missed something here. God spoke to Balaam and said, if the men come to call thee, Mm -hmm. arise and go go. with them. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Now in verse 21, it says, read it again. And Balaam rose up. Oh, no, but it it must have said, and when the men came to call him no, the next morning, Balaam rose up. That must be what it says, right? doesn't say that. Oh, no, no, don't say that. No. Oh, read that. What's it say? And Balaam rose up. Oh, so in other words, he didn't wait on that small little detail that God said to wait for. So instead of waiting for them to come to him, he went to them and said, all right, boys, saddle up. Here we go. Let's roll. And God said, buddy, you have taken the bait. Hmm. You really think your ministry can handle this, don't you? You, you? you think you're called for this moment, and you think because I told you last night to go with them, if they called for you, mm-hmm. that now you're doing it in the will of God. Now notice what happens. He starts progressing with his little posse, of, of, of guys around him with mm-hmm. the reward of divination in their hands. Mm-hmm. And he's going out through the field. And when he goes through the field, the Bible says that there's, he's going down the road, sorry, yep. and, and the angel of the Lord stood in the way. Yep. And two servants were with him, right? And he turned into the field. That's right. Turned into the field. Mm-hmm. And he gets mad. Mm. And it keeps getting narrower and narrower and narrower. That's right. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. It goes then to a path that is walled in, and the angel of the Lord is there. That's right. And what happens? 
He crushes his foot. The donkey goes, Ugh! crushes Balaam's foot. That's right. And he's getting really, he's, he's getting ticked. He's getting ticked. Then the donkey sees the angel, falls down. Then it narrows down in a narrow place. Mm-hmm. I mean, he can't even move now to crush his foot. The only thing he can do is just sit on him. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. So at that moment, Balaam is furious because the donkey that he's known all of his life mm-hmm. is now acting so strange. It's skittish. Now, what we know from the text is that the donkey is seeing with a better perception than what even Balaam is seeing. It's pretty bad. It's a bad day. Yeah. When the beast can outsee the prophet. Yeah. <laughs> Prophets uh, were known to be what? Seers. 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 Mm-hmm. And it's pretty bad when a beast can outsee a seer. Mm-hmm. And at that moment, he is so furious that he says, if I had a sword, I would strike you down. Yep. Good thing you don't have one. <laughs> yeah. And the donkey opens his mouth and starts talking to him. Mm-hmm. Guys, would that get your attention? Man. Like, I've owned this donkey all of my life. What have I done to you? And it has never (laughs) said anything. (laughs) And now it's asking me why I'm mad. (laughs) That would be a trip. Okay? Mm -hmm. And at that moment, the donkey is saying, Mm -hmm. you know, this is a humorous story if it wasn't so serious. But it's not till then that, that when the donkey starts speaking that the scales fall off of Balaam's eyes and he sees the angel of the Lord standing there with a sword. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> where is the scripture that says, yeah, Numbers 22, I don't know, maybe verse where he says, I would certainly have killed you. The angel of the Lord asked him, why have you beaten your donkey these three times? Yeah. I I came here to oppose you. That's in the NIV. Yep. Because your path, your path is is a reckless reckless one. one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You're going down this road and you're convinced that it's the will of God. But it's reckless, bro. Oh, boy. And the donkey is seeing me and is turned away from me these three times. If it. (laughs) Go. If it had not turned away, go. I would certainly have killed you by now. I would have killed you. <laughs> oh, boy. The uh. thing that saved your hide is this very thing you're yeah. mad at. Yeah. And I would have spared it. Yeah. I wouldn't even, that yeah. wouldn't have been collateral damage. Yeah. No, the donkey would have been okay. That's right. Like, I'll use him again. Oh, man. And so we immediately, the, the, the script flipped. We've got we've got Balaam saying, if I had a sword, I'd kill this donkey. And then the angel looking at him with a sword, saying, if it wasn't for the donkey, I'd have killed you. Mm-hmm. This this is this is a showdown of epic proportions, and it's all rooted in divination and reward. 
and the allure of speaking something mm-hmm. and ascribing it to God. And evidently, it's a hard thing to get away from. This, the resolution of this was a very complex procedure. It was. <laughs> Here's the mercy of God, though. Yeah. Here's the mercy of God. And I, I want you to read Numbers 24. Again, this, this is the NIV as well. Yep, I got it. But Balak's anger burned against Balaam later on, okay? So, mm-hmm. so he's, he's taking them to all of these different places. Try cursing them from here. Try cursing them from here. And you got to give it to Balaam. He stayed true. Yep. Okay? Yep. Why wouldn't he have stayed true? He'd heard a donkey talk to him right. and seen an angel. The confirmation of confirmations. Mm-hmm. Now living under threat that this sword-wielding angel will take me out. I think I'll stay loyal to what God says. I I, I think I'm going to. So now he's standing up to Balak, who is there with the reward of divination. Mm -hmm. And Balak is furious because Balaam has just said, how beautiful are your tents, Jacob, your dwelling places, Israel. I mean, every time he opened his mouth, he just couldn't help but bless these people. And Balak strikes his hands together and says... Mm-hmm. This is not what I hired you to do. I summoned you to curse my enemies. Yeah. But you have blessed them yeah. these three times. Yeah. Now leave at once and go home. Get out of here. I said I would reward you handsomely, but the Lord has kept you from being rewarded. That is mercy, ladies and gentlemen. The Lord kept him from being rewarded. Mm-hmm. Wow. By putting an angel in his path yep. three times to say, no, 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 no. I want to tell you something. You need to thank God you've got a man of God in your life. Mm-hmm. Revelation said that I am writing, John said in Revelation, to the angel of the church. You need to take the idea that you have that God spoke to you, quote, unquote, mm-hmm. and take it to church and submit it transparently mm-hmm. to the angel and say, now God, I need a confirmation of this. Am I hearing voices or am I hearing you? Mm-hmm. Was that me or was that you? And how many times have we started down a, to borrow the colloquialism, a reckless path, mm-hmm. pursuing something that the reward of that would be iniquity? and would ultimately consume us exactly like it consumed Judas. But an angel stood in the path, and the beast under us said, no, we can't, we, we, we can't go that way. And ultimately, it wasn't the donkey that kept him from getting the reward. It was the Lord that kept him from getting that reward. There's some rewards that aren't worth having. Amen to that. There's some rewards that aren't worth having. And so this is what, I would encourage you as we wrap it up. Abraham and Lot separate. Lot is is caught up in the battle of the city that he that he and the kingdom that he had moved into. And that's an interesting discussion. You can't separate yourself from the battles of where you move. Hmm. So if 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 you're moving somewhere, you want to make sure you're not moving somewhere God's fixing to judge. Mm-hmm. And he moves in there, and he's taken captive. And when Abraham hears that he's taken captive, 
He said, I got to go get him. Mm-hmm. I got to go rescue him. Okay. And he goes and he rescues him with the servants of his own household. And notice what happens when the king of Sodom comes back to Abraham. He recognizes greatness. He yep. recognizes anointing. Yep. The same way the old prophet recognized it in the young man. He recognized something about Abraham and these men. They, if it wasn't for them, we'd still be captive. And what's he say to him? And the king of Sodom said unto Abram, Give me the persons and take the goods to thyself. Right. And Abram said to the king of Sodom, I have lift up mine hand unto the Lord, the most high God, the possessor of heaven and earth. We're serving a God that owns it all. (laughs) That I will not take from a thread, even to a shoe latchet. And that I will not take anything that is thine, lest thou shouldest say, I have made Abram rich. I did not do this for a reward from men. That's right. Not going to be bought off. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'd done this because it was the right thing to do. That's right. right. I'm not preaching truth for a reward. Right. Mm-hmm. So if I won't preach truth for a reward, then I probably won't preach false doctrine for a reward. That's right. If I, if I can rid myself of tangible, finite reward and the lure of that, I will stay true to doing what is right every time. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to shoe latch it from you. Read on. Save only that which the young men have eaten and the portion of the men which went with me. Okay. And we can go on there. You can't mm. pronounce those words anyway. No, I, I was just going to back out of those. It's at that moment when he comes back and Abraham has passed the test of not being bought off. That's right. That's right. The right? Con- the context here is yep. so cool. Yeah. I refuse to be bought off. Yep. You can't buy the pulpit. You can't buy my message. You can't buy a word from me. Mm -hmm. I'll fight the battle if it's the right battle, but if it's not the right battle, you you won't find me fighting it. This battle was the right battle because God told me to do it, and I'm not needing a reward from you. And it was then that God said to him, the very next thing, what did he say? Fear not, Abram. After... After these things. The word of the Lord came to Abram. After what things? After he passes the test. Yeah. What? The Lord came to Abram in a vision saying, Fear not, Abram. I am thy shield and thy exceeding great (laughs) reward. Yeah. Which would you rather have, a shoe latchet from an earthly king or a reward from a heavenly God? The possessor of heaven and earth. We got to stay true to preaching truth. Just because it's truth. Mm-hmm. And we have to rid ourselves of any lure of earthly rewards. And if we do, we might save ourselves a few conversations with donkeys. <laughs>